G'day, Annie McLaughlin here for this week's edition of Stick Together, focusing on union news, workers' stories and social justice issues. Stick Together is made at 3CR Radio in Melbourne and we broadcast nationally on the community radio network. We come to you on your local community radio station. In the western suburbs of Melbourne, traditionally the heartland of the working class, the Victorian University was set up to even the score, offer opportunities through education to people of the western suburbs. Now the establishment at VU has joined the Murdoch University in its anti-worker stance. This time, instead of cutting the EBA like Murdoch University, VU has sacked the Union Negotiating Committee. The National Tertiary Education Union says an attack on the union leadership and the ability of unions to bargain on behalf of their members is an attack on all union members. And surprisingly enough, other union members thought so too. Workers and their supporters were down at the VU City Campus on Flinders Street, Melbourne, while the secretive University Council met. Stick Together was there. But first, some union news. In a week when the National Australia Bank axes 6,000 jobs after a profit of over $6 billion and the business class again runs its unsustainable argument, more productivity, higher wages, the ACTU calls for a living wage. The ACTU, the Australian Council of Trade Unions, says the minimum wage should be raised to the level of a living wage. Low-paid workers should be able to support themselves and their family. At the moment, ABS figures released last week show that soaring cost of living is driving millions of workers into poverty. On the 110th year anniversary of the Harvester decision, ACTU Secretary Sally McManus will launch a new report, Living Up to the Promise of Harvester, Time for a Living Wage. The Harvester decision set the stage for a living wage in Australian industrial law. In 1906, it was decided that fair and reasonable wages for an unskilled male worker required a living wage that was sufficient for, in inverted commas, a human being in a civilised community, end of quote, to support a wife and three children in, inverted commas, frugal comfort, end of quote, while a skilled worker should receive an additional margin for their skills, regardless of the employer's capacity to pay. Today, the ACTU, the Australian Council of Trade Union, points out the prices of electricity has increased 539% faster than the CPI. Gas increased 356% faster. Childcare increased 161% faster. Utilities increased 394% faster. Health increased 117% faster. Housing increased 83% faster. Educate, you get the picture. A living wage must be sufficient to ensure that all working people are able to afford rent in a suitable dwelling, a healthy diet, a good quality education, health care, transport, electricity and other energy costs, 
adequate clothing, entertainment and a contingency for unexpected expenses. The current minimum wage leaves 3 million people in Australia below the poverty line. The promise of the Harvester Judgment, which established a world-first living wage in Australia, has been completely eroded by decades of neoliberal policies, according to the ACTU. Today, the Fair Work Act has the minimum wage has a wage set by a panel of experts looking at a set of criteria, only one small part of which is the needs of the low paid. The 217 minimum wage decision included an acknowledgement that the new rate would still leave many full-time workers in poverty. The promise of Harvester was financial security for working people, not barely keeping from starving and making endless sacrifices to keep the lights on, said Ms McManus from the ACTU. Street's free summer campaign was launched on the 29th of October with a massive response from the public. Unilever, owner of the Street's ice cream brand and factory in Minto, Sydney, has used what the Australian Manufacturing Workers Union members at the factory called the nuclear option when it came to the latest EBA negotiations. Streets used a loophole in the Fair Work Act to allow employers to have the present EBA scratched and set back the clock to the modern award. The workers at Streets face a pay cut of up to 46%, family-unfriendly shifts and job insecurity if the current agreement is terminated. The Australian Manufacturing Workers Union of New South Wales Secretary Steve Murphy said the summer campaign would encourage the public to make a choice – between being on the side of workers in struggle or on the side of corporate greed. So send streets a message and avoid buying these brands over the summer, they encourage. Magnum, Golden Gatine, Paddle Pop, Cornetto, Splice, Calypso, Bubble Bill, Blue Ribbon and Viennetta. There are loads of other Australian-made brands you can try instead, they say, including Peter's, Buller and Zupa Dupas. Go to Stick Together's podcast page for links to download a flyer, sign a megaphone petition and get a resolution to your workplace. At Torben Paints in Sydney, workers at the factory accused their employer PPG of starving them out as its lockout of staff now reaches into a fourth month. PBG Industries is an American Fortune 500 company and global supplier of paints, coatings, specialty materials and fibreglass. Multinational PPG gave 57 workers written notice they would be locked out of its Sydney plant from 3.30pm on August 10th after the workers refused to cancel lawful industrial action during negotiations over pay and conditions. Rob Byrne, a union delegate who has worked for the company for 18 years, said employees wanted a say in whether they work day or night shifts and to be paid more for being more flexible. We've been in negotiations with um, PPG for 16 months now. The company's been trying to take away some of our conditions and we don't agree to it. Um, So the company's response was to uh, lock us out. They give us an hour's notice. We've been out the gate for 11 weeks now and uh, it's affecting the people's families. Um, they're struggling to uh, 
get their bills paid, their rent and mortgages. All as we want is to have everything by agreement so we can have uh, everything fair and equal. They want to change everyone's rosters, which will affect people's families. They could put you on a day, afternoon or night shift, any time, not by agreement. So with a certain amount of period uh, time to, to work it out. But in effect, the, um, it doesn't work out for some people because they can't do it because they've got childcare needs and some people have got um, older parents they've got to look after as well on their day off. Australian Bureau of Statistic data released this week shows that on Minister for Women and Employment, Michaela Cash's watch, apprenticeship numbers have tumbled and the share of women in apprenticeships has also fallen. Apprenticeships are a highly effective path to good, steady employment for young people, but despite youth unemployment being in double digits, nationally, the LNP, the Liberal National Party, has allowed the total number of apprenticeships to fall by 41,000 from 226,500 in 2011 to 185,400 this year. The share of apprenticeships held by women has also fallen from 23.5% in 2009 to 17.1% this year. The Abbott-Turnbull LNP, Liberal National Party Government, has cut $1 billion from apprenticeships, cut funding to TAFE, completely cut the Industry Skills Fund, allowed open rorting of the visa system and brought the PATH program, brought in the PATH program, which pays young people $4 an hour but at no cost for big businesses. The youth unemployment crisis is entirely the creation of the Abbott-Turnbull government's refusal to invest in skills training for young people coupled with its willingness to do anything that business asks, including providing young people as the free labour and allowing the exploitation of migrant workers, says the Australian Council of Trade Unions. There are a number of events coming up concerning workers' rights. Both of these are in Victoria. On November the 11th, the Geelong Women Unionist Network are running Working Women Get Organised, a one-day conference on issues affecting women. It starts at 9am going to 4pm at Geelong Trades Hall, 127 Myers Street on November the 11th. The topics include family violence is union business, the gig economy and precarious work, confidence building and grassroots activism, featuring prominent union women as guest speakers. Contact Geelong Trades Hall 03 5221 1712. That's 03 On November the 24th, the 10th anniversary of the defeat of the Howard government in 2007, as part of the per capita reform agenda series, Jed Carney, president of the ACTU, will discuss the success of Your Rights at Work campaign, how the union movement has changed in the decades since and what the future holds for the union movement in Australia. It's on Friday the 24th of November. It starts at uh, 
12.30 for 1pm to 2pm. It's going to be on at the Morris Blackburn offices, 456 Lonsdale Street, Melbourne, and you can get tickets at Eventbrite. That's E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E. You're listening to Stick Together, workers' stories and union news. Broadcast around the country every week on the Community Radio Network. I come here to bring you the solidarity of 1.8 million union members from across the country. Solidarity is something we understand. It's something that you won't read in the minutes of the University Council that's meeting. It's something you won't read in the minutes of the board meetings at the top end of town. You won't read it in the minutes because they don't understand it. Because in their world, it's a dog-eat-dog world. In our world, it's something different. It's about fairness. It's about sticking together. It's about looking after your mates. It's looking after each other. It's about working people across our country, sticking together with a united goal of making our country a better place. You won't read the word solidarity because they don't understand it. And my understanding is this. For many years, Victoria University has been cutting back Vicious cutbacks, staff have been lost, staff have been casualised and this has caused a loss of support and educational um, support for students. My understanding is that. And I understand that at the moment they're engaged in the most vicious cutbacks that they've ever had over that period of time. And also your enterprise agreement is coming up for negotiations towards the end of the year. So that's the current, that's the way it stands at the moment. And so what's happening during tough times? Well, working people are sticking together, of course, in your union. And your leaders, your elected leaders, your workplace leaders, your branch, rank and file leaders at your university are the ones in there doing the tough work, arguing on the principles that we don't want to go down this track. But then arguing job by job, area by area, doing all the hard things, standing up to the bosses, telling them the things they don't want to hear. Now that's not an easy job, is it? Now they can only do that when they know that every single person is behind them. When they've got the support of everyone. Because quite often employers, and it's not just in the university sector, will think, oh, this is just a view of one or two people. Just a view of those delegates, those leaders that we face in negotiations. It's not the view of the rest of our staff. They live by that delusion that that's the case. So that is why I am sure they've gone about trying to wipe out the jobs of your leaders. We can never accept union delegates being sacked. We can never accept that. They are our leaders. We've got to have their back at all times, comrades. At all times. That was Sally McManus, Secretary of the ACTU, the Australian Council of Trade Unions, outside the Victoria University City Building on Flinders Street, Melbourne. In a new restructure and a new round of redundancies, the VU Council sent out pink slips to three of National Tertiary Education Union representatives negotiating on behalf of workers in the new rounds of their EBA. The union is calling for a stop to redundancies and union bashing.
part of this demonstration today? Oh uh, yeah, in support of it, yep. Yeah, okay, I'm from 3CR Stick Together Show. Um, what's important? Why have you come here to support them? Um, because sacking union representatives is like a blatant attempt to undermine the union at VU where there's a relatively strong branch um, and I think that we need to do everything that we can to stop that from happening. Thanks. G'day, um, I'm from Stick Together Show 3CR. Can you tell me why you're here today? Uh, I'm here because I'm outraged that a university has taken to the sort of tactics that you might see in the mining industry or, um, well, at an ice cream factory, uh, where they Which will remain nameless. <laughs> Till Sunday, I understand. Um, yeah, the, the university has been sacking large numbers of staff as part of a huge restructure, the latest in a long series of restructures, but this time what they've also done is to specifically target a number of union elected reps. In fact, most of the union's bargaining team, just as we're about to go into enterprise bargaining, suddenly, coincidentally, have found themselves redundant. Uh, and we think it's dirty tactics and we think the University Council that's meeting here today should exercise its role as the governing body of the university to tell management to pull their heads in and deal with the union respectfully. Are you a teacher? Or at uh, no, no I'm, I, uh, I'm an industrial officer. I work for the union. OK, thanks very much. G'day, do you work at BU? I used to. I'm one of the staff members made redundant in the latest round of restructures. Yeah. Okay. Are you are you a union delegate? Uh, no, I'm not a union delegate, but a strong union supporter and have been all my career. Okay, so uh, why have they said you're redundant? What What is part of the um, restructure? They claimed that there were not enough students in the program that I taught and totally ignored all of the um, other uh, contributions I was making in terms of research. I'm a professor. Um, but um, I think I was targeted because of my political activities and my support for the union and also because of my um, commitment to re resist the workload formula they were trying to force on staff. Can you explain that to me? Yeah, sure. So um, I only arrived at BU in 2014 and I was asked to be a discipline group leader, um, which meant I had 22 colleagues to look after in my group. That sounds um, almost sadomasochistic in their name, naming, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we, uh, we're Foucauldians, so we kind of rejected the idea of being a discipline group leader for the, you know, we called ourselves a research group. Um, and um, I, as a leader, I was asked to uh, support the workload changes that were being made, and I couldn't in all conscience support those. So I stood with my colleagues in my group, and I paid the price. Tell me what the changes, tell me about the changes. The changes would have meant very high teaching workloads, um, no time for research, no opportunities for early career researchers to actually ever get time for research, um, you know, increasing administration loads, um, dodgy accounting where, you know, um, the actual work that we do is not actually factored into the calculation of time. Um, yeah. So this is actually an assault not just on the workers and the union but also their name and prestige as a university. Oh, absolutely and we're very concerned about the impact on student learning and on research um, and on democracy to be quite honest. I'm from 3CR, I'm from Stick Together Show, my oh, name's Annie. Hi, I'm Jeannie Ray, the National President. I understand that, yes. Um, 
we're here today because the University Council's meeting, ignoring the what the venue community wants and expects of the university. Instead, we've got a scenario where the university's embarking upon creating the sort of um, fights with the unions that we've never encountered before to the extent of that we have senior union, local union officials that are in, this, in the rounds of redundancies that just keep rushing through the university. The, union, the universities come back when we say, it looks like you're targeting these folk, is, oh no, we're sacking lots of people. Is that a defence? Um, the industrial landscape in Australia at the moment is really quite anti, from the boss class, is quite anti-union. We've seen uh, the first attacks on white-collar workers in the, at the Murdoch University. Is this just another version of uh, attacking uh, worker representation? Look, I think the concern of us all across the university system, as across actually, as you've characterised us as white-collar areas, is since um, the termination of the Murdoch Agreement, it seems everyone's up to it. So what was... The terminations were originally in mining and energy areas, basically where they just wanted to sack the workforce. Well, it doesn't look like they just want to sack the workforce at Murdoch. They'll pick and choose who they're going to sack now that we go... Once it goes back to the award conditions, which is already what the workers down at Griffin Coal and what WA are facing out at ESSO. Um, it's why we're yeah, all going to boycott our paddle pops and support the streets workers over Christmas. I think we're all in this together. That's what it's about. Will there be a general strike eventually? A general strike of... Workers, because this is going across all workforces. I think it's something that um, we have to... It's up to workers to decide what's the way to go and it's up to the unions to show leadership in what we're doing and I think there's a lot of leadership being thrown in the union movement at the moment and a lot of mobilising. Memberships are going up at a startling rate. I understand from the AWU that um, once they were raided last week, people were saying, can we join your union when they didn't even work in the area? So um, I think um, the fight back's on. Uh, now, uh, the ACTU with Sally McManus, the rules are broken. Uh, there's actually a campaign being launched. Is, are your members uh, fully aware and part of that? Oh, we just had our National Council, which um, is delegates from the shop floor, and we endorsed that campaign full on. Why wouldn't we after what's happened at Murdoch? We're up, the rules are definitely broken as far as we're concerned, and our capacity to um, fight back is limited by the rules and that we can't go on strike. Thanks. Can I talk to you? I'm yeah. from 3CR Stick oh, Together yeah, the Show. Yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. happy to talk to 3CR. Yeah. Um, can you tell me your name and uh, then we can have a chat? Yeah, I'm Paul Adams uh, and I'm president of the NTU at Victoria University. And as you said in your speech, you're the only person that's been given a forced redundancy. Yes, certainly in the College of Arts of Education and we believe that's also the case in the entire university as well. Now you've been heading the EBA negotiations? Yeah, I have been doing that I think for the last uh, two or three rounds, that's correct, and I would, would have been this round as well. Okay, so obviously they're, target- they're feeling uncomfortable about your effectiveness. Yeah, look, I, I think uh, they're very concerned about uh, having an effective uh, union voice. Um, they're looking, uh, I think, to cripple the union before enterprise bargaining. Uh, it, there's definitely, uh, as far as I'm concerned, a union clear-out going on at the EU. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a very serious question that this should happen at a university, particularly a university that's supposed to be the community university of the West. Has there been a, a big push to undermine the union after the Murdoch decision? 
Um, look, I think it's been going on going and it's actually been happening uh, right across the sector and um, at Victoria University I think what's been happening is pretty much in parallel with Murdoch, it's different but you know certainly we have had uh, members attacked at VU for handing out uh, the union newsletter, uh, you know for uh, putting a view, uh, a union view uh, and uh, they're using the you know vast legal armoury that they have and you know, uh, disciplinary procedures to get people to shut up. And at a university, um, that should be of concern to um, all people, I would have thought. Also, uh, they're squashing research uh, time, they're increasing workloads, decreasing job security. Yeah, they're, what they're doing is um, they're increasing the uh, intensity of labour. Uh, they're trying to cheapen, cheapen the cost of it, so they're uh, sacking people, uh, putting uh, people in on cheaper rates, uh, with much higher teaching loads. The effect of that really um, is what VU becomes as a university. Uh, you know, when VU was created as a University of the West, it was created with an understanding uh, that it would have a research component and be a proper university and do research projects for the community in the West. That's becoming increasingly less viable and the sort of uh, money that's been put into research at VU uh, is no longer be going to be of that community ilk. It's going to be much more about um, you know, uh, elite research and helping corporations, and that's that's really concerning, I think. It's a shell. Yeah, very much so. Um, and uh, you know, this is what neoliberalism does. It's what the um, uh, corporatisation of universities is doing. It's taking um, universities away from the community. Uh, and we really need a mass movement, I think, to restore education in this country, uh, not just tertiary but secondary as well. So it's a fight back? It's a fight back, yeah. Um, you know, the rules are broken industrially, but they're also broken um, at educational institutions too. Uh, universities have stopped uh, serving the people, they've stopped being uh, working for the community, they run like big multinational corporations. You know, and we need to claim back that territory. Because universities should not just belong to a corporate elite, they're public institutions that belong to everyone. That's it for Stick Together. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to Sally McManus, Jeannie Ray, Paul Adams and the ETU members that spoke to me. Stick Together is produced at 3CR Studios in Melbourne. We broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network and we come to you on your local community radio station. The podcast is available at 3cr.org.au. You can contact the producers of the show at sticktogether3cr at gmail.com or you could call us on 03 and leaving us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Remember, wherever you are, whatever you do, there's a union for you. My name's Annie McLaughlin. Catch you next time.